Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Amen and amen. May the blessing of the Lord rest upon you. Thank you so much, my family, for your wonderful prayers. Thank you so much for all the incredible contributions towards Vizhathon last week. And thank you, thank you for the continued love and uh, support in prayer, my family. 24 minutes after 6 is your time. Umfundisi Untindili, Professor Ndindili, is joining us this morning on the line. And we thank God for what he has done. Ah, my wonderful God is faithful. Look at what he has done. We are in December. And Dada, good morning. We are absolutely jubilant. We are celebrating this morning that you were able to join us. 19 days before Christmas. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Uh, we, mm-hmm. we want to thank you for your for your prayer. Yes, Dad. Uh, I want to talk about uh, support each other through prayer. Yes, Dad. And, and a prayer answer. Sometimes God allows things to happen so that we can uh, pray for one another. We can live out the word of God. That's right. That's right. So we pray for everyone who's not well in Eastern Cape. Mm. Uh, COVID has come back in with vengeance. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are many, there are many brethren that I know, disciples that I know very personally, uh, who are sick. Mm. Uh, want to pray for Mrs. Mapuenjo, who yes. has not been has been who has not been well for. Up to now, she's still at the hospital for more than two weeks now. Oh, Dada, we still in yeah. agreement. But the Lord will help us. Mm. Mm. And her son also co- contracted it now. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. So let's stand, let's stand, let's stand in prayer. Klambe dadu basinga galanga lom so very quickly. See tandas and because there is a need, you know, for the prayer of healing and health. Father, Father, there's a need uh, for you to step in. Um, we know that uh, when you died on the cross, you died for our sins, oh. but you also died for our healing. And uh, the Bible says, by your stripes, we are healed. Yes, Lord. We pray, we pray for all the people who have contracted uh, this dreadful disease, COVID-19, mm. which has come back throughout the country. Uh, particularly in Nelson Mandela Bay and in Umtata mm. uh, and Cape Town. Uh, please arrest this in the name of Christ. Yes, Raise Lord. those who are sick mm. in the name of Christ. We pray for a miracle. We don't pray for just an ordinary healing. We pray for a miraculous healing and that people throughout this country will get reports that uh, you have done something totally amazing and that these people have miraculously mm. come back to good health. Protect those who have not contracted it yet. Yes, Lord. Don't allow, don't allow anyone to die of it. Yes, Lord. We pray for those who have lost uh, their loved ones like Babu Umtolo in in a PE who lost who lost his life only a week after he had buried his wife. Sure. 
So we pray, Father, in the name of Christ. Yes, Lord. Amen and amen. Dada, let's take a quick sting and we'll be back with the teaching of the day. 28 minutes after 6 is your time this morning, my family. It's more than radio. It's a way of life. It's 657 AM. On a on a much more celebratory note, Gedada, you know, uh, I keep saying this, I think very low-key. Uh, that when we started in January, we didn't know that, um, you know, the Lord had so much. He had provision for the whole year and we really want to thank God. We have learned, we've grown, we've been challenged out of ungodly comfort zones. And now, Gedada, we, we, we want in this month to see if we can wrap up the whole issue of salvation. I know you, you, as a teacher, you're a little bit uncomfortable, you know, that we need to wrap up this issue of salvation. And I know you're uncomfortable when we ask all these sort of unnecessary questions. But the last time we had this conversation, we were dealing with the issue of um, ancestral worship. Um, and you wanted to to teach and, and, and lead us into scripture on that matter as well as go over into salvation. Yes. Okay. Yes. Sir, did that? Yes, please, okay. if you can go ahead. Thank you. I want to explain that uh, uh, the Bible does teach us that uh, when our loved ones are, have died, we need to bury them. Mm. And uh, the Bible talks also about mourning, mourning, mm-hmm. that when we've lost our loved ones, we need to mourn for them. Mm. It does not mean that you are not a believer when you mourn for uh, your loved ones, pastor. And the only thing that the Bible says in First Thessalonians chapter 4, that we should not mourn as those who have no hope. Uh, uh, we should mourn as Christians. And then secondly, the Bible does say that uh, we need to have a symbol of remembering where our loved ones are buried. And there are many ways of doing this, like a tombstone, for an example, reminds us where our loved one has been buried. Uh, For an example, in 2 Kings uh, chapter 23, verses 16 to 19, we are told of uh, a man of God who had died. And then the Bible tells us that he was buried. And then uh, there was a tombstone. And when King Josiah saw the tombstone, he asked, what is that thing that I see there? And uh, then they answered, and said, that's the tombstone of the man of God. And who died, verse 17, the king asked, what is that tombstone I see? The man of the city said, it marks, that's the word, it marks the tomb of the man of God, it marks. Uh, it does not say he, he is there. It says it marks where this man was laid. And then uh, he gave an order that it must not be disturbed. Uh, and then it uh, should be remembered. So we, we, we build tombstones to know where our loved ones are. If we have money, uh, in olden days, in the 
rural areas. You don't even bury people in a mass place. Uh, you've got a big land and you've got your own burial place. Mm. And uh, then you know where the loved one is. Uh, now you you may go to the grave uh, to clean it up, but you may not go to the grave to go and pray. Mm. Uh, you go to clean it up, uh, but you don't go to the grave and ask for uh, money, go and report things that are happening, uh, I'll explain why. Then generally the Bible also t- talks to us about respecting people who are older. Leviticus 19.32 actually says that uh, we must stand in the presence of the elderly. Uh, you remember a scripture that says that the strength of young people, uh, the glory of young people is their strength, and then the glory of old people is their gray hair. Mm. And then in uh, Leviticus 19, uh, speaking of respecting people who are, who, who are older, el- the elderly, or elders, the Bible says in Leviticus 19, to arise in the presence of the aged. Then it is show respect for the elderly and revere God. Mm. I am the Lord. So this all are categorized. Uh, rise in the presence of the aged, show respect for the elderly, and revere the revere God. Even in Deuteronomy 28, the Bible says that it talks about respecting the elderly, uh, elders, elders. Uh, some elders are still alive, and other elders have passed on. We need to respect them. And uh, Deuteronomy 28, verse 50, and the Bible says, uh, uh, a fierce recognition of respect for the old, or pity for the young. Uh, and God is saying that uh, they will devour the young and so forth and so forth. But now, um, um, there is what we call veneration of the dead. To venerate is to respect. Um, we don't worship the saints, for an example, but we remember the saints. We remember. Moses, who remember Abraham, who remember God himself, he said, I'm the God of Abraham, I'm the God of Isaac, I'm the God of Jacob. These are these were godly men who loved God, who walked with God. And they would remember Job, who remember Deborah, who remember Sarah, our mother. Because actually verse that says, remember your daughters of Sarah, remember your, your, your mother. So we remember them with fondness for what they did for God and for what we learn uh, about God from their lives, how to serve God. Um, so when we talk about people who, like Moses and uh, Isaiah, Jeremiah, 
We are not worshipping them, but we remember the exploits they did for God so that you might learn uh, from their lives. And then there are uh, several scriptures that says that we should not worship the dead. Uh, Deuteronomy 18, verse 9. You remember I gave it last time, Mm. but let let me give it again. Deuteronomy Deuteronomy Mm -hmm. 18, verses 9 to 11 is a very clear scripture. It says, when you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, do not learn to imitate the detestable ways of the nations there, nations that do not know God. Let no one be found among you who sacrifices his son or daughter in the fire, who practices divination or sorcery, who interprets omens, who engages in witchcraft, or casts spells, who is a medium, or a spiritist, and who consults the dead. Amen. And then verses 12 and 13, it says, A person who does this is abominable before God. And uh, and it says then, uh, sometimes you, you, you encounter difficult things and problems because of these things that you do. And then Isaiah 8, verse 19, Isaiah... Uh, chapter 8 and verse 19. Um, when you go to the Bible, Bible with a cross reference will give you other verses. He says, when men tell you to consult mediums or spiritists who whisper and mutter, should not a people inquire of their God? Why consult the dead on behalf of the living? Do you have a verse? Why do you consult the dead on behalf of the living? Yes, you shouldn't. Yeah, then it says, if you want to know something, shouldn't you consult God rather? That's the question that God is asking. And then uh, we know that the, uh, that Exodus 20, thou shalt have no other gods besides me Amen. Uh, in heaven, on earth, beneath the earth, beneath our person's lap. Because I am God who is uh, jealous. When you do this, I will visit that iniquity to you and up to the fourth generation. Mm. And then the last scriptures that I want just to read are the scriptures that the dead have got no participation among the living. Amen. Yeah. It says the dead don't participate among the living. Uh, uh, several scriptures that say that... Um, Ecclesiastes 6 verse 5, though it never saw the sun or knew anything, it is more rest than does that man. 
Why are you laughing? <laughs> because I'm realizing that in Lelisipizinga, your daughter. So there are several scriptures. This is nine uh, from six to ten. Uh, Job fourteen, ten to twelve, ten to twelve. Uh, Psalm six. Psalm 6, let me just read Psalm 6. Um, uh, it says in Psalm 6, uh, No one remembers you. No one remembers you when you are dead. Who praises you from the grave? Uh, so he says, he says, he says, he says, No one remembers you when he's dead. Hey, when you're dead, you're resting. He says, we don't even praise God. If you want to praise God, praise Him now. Don't praise Him in the grave. You can't praise Him in the grave. Uh, so all these things the Scriptures are teaching us uh, that we should not uh, worship the dead is called idolatry. Mm. Uh, and God is so strict against idolatry. No, he is. Uh, he really is. So I, I just wanted to raise those things um, and to clarify things that we don't understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we Did we say that you should never remember your relative was passed on? We did not say that. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, but did, did we say that uh, you should not uh, respect uh, people who are older, the living and the dead, we didn't say that you should. Did we say you should not uh, worship them? Yes, we said so. You shouldn't. And uh, you remember, even the way you please say, ascensual worship. Ascensual worship. We worship only God. We don't even worship living angels. That's right. Mm. Uh, uh, angels don't die, but it's even living angels who don't worship them. Mm. So if we don't worship Gabriel, we don't worship uh, Michael, why do we worship uh, human beings? Of all, of all human beings, we live, we, we, we live the living ones, we worship the dead ones. We don't even worship uh, the living ones. Then one last thing that I want to explain, because people will ask questions. Mm, okay. If I consult the dead, and I hear the voice of my mother, I knew my mother. Oh yes, the dreams thing. And, mm. and uh, even not even a dream, a spiritist mm. uh, says uh, says he brings up my dead, the dead, and uh, and the the mother speaks. And I hear the voice, and the mother tells me things that I know. Then how could you say they are not there? There is what we call in the Bible familiar spirits. Spirits that are familiar with our lives. Who can emulate the voice of my mother? Uh, Sometimes we forget that the devil was there long before my mother was was born and my father. And he knows the voice of my mother. He knows the voice of my father. And he can imitate the voice of my father. And, and when I hear this thing speaking to me, 
and it sounds like the voice of my, of my mother. Honestly, it is demonic. That's the truth. Uh, it's a demon uh, known as a familiar spirit that speaks to me about my familiar circumstances, emulating the voice of my mother, so or my father or my sister or my brother, so as to make me a slave to witchcraft, a slave to sorcery, sure. a slave to spiritism. I just wanted to explain that. I think that's, that explanation is enough. Yes, Dada, thank you so much for that. I think um, also what I just want to bring out, maybe you can explain it mm. because I'd like us to take a quick uh, ad break. But okay. you, you noted that during the grieving process, um, in, in my personal experience, after we had just lost my sister, I used to dream about her quite a lot. And you yes. know... Let me be quite honest that I used to find a lot of comfort, you know, in those mm. interactive dreams until it got to a point where I realized that mm, something is not okay here, you know. And so it was almost like I was speaking to her, but also speaking to God and saying, Lord, I don't want to border into idolatry because I know too much, you know. Uh, and, and then... I, I also want to confess that when I stopped dreaming about her, ah, I felt sad. Yeah, and that's not what I'm mm-hmm. saying. That, uh, so mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. also, I think, the very thin line between grieving and, and, and borderline uh, sort of worship or dependency because at the mm-hmm. end of the day, our emotions overlap, you know. Um, yes. So maybe, maybe that if you can just comment on that uh, very briefly, so that we can finish off uh, with a um, an introduction of of how we are going to conclude on the issue of salvation when we come Quick, back. Okay, okay. quickly. Uh, uh, quickly, uh, dreams are found in the Bible, in the Old Testament. They are found in the New Testament. Uh, they are used by God. Mm. Uh, sometimes they come from us having reflected over something, and then uh, our reflecting over something goes into our subconscious mind, and then once they come back. Yeah. But also it's very clear that dreams come from the devil, and therefore some dreams, and therefore you must differentiate between dreams that come from the devil, mm. dreams that come from God, and dreams that come from us thinking about our loved ones. Mm. Uh, so it is true that if you uh, dream about your loved one and uh, you have good memories, you must not feel guilty about it. You remember the good things the person did. Sure. Uh, it does not mean you are worshipping that person, but you are remembering uh, that person. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Uh, but but now, if you want now to depend on those dreams, Ulanum China. Was it numbers a lot? Was it numbers a lot? Then you're doing something else. Now you're doing something else now. No, see, these are issues. These are issues. I'm glad that you're raising because we face these issues, and we have to discuss them. If we don't discuss them in the church, where else shall we discuss them?
Absolutely, Dad. I would rather yeah. learn right within the walls of the church than outside. Sure, uh, sure. Let's take a quick break. My family will be back. Uh, Professor Vianin Dindil is joining us on the line this morning. In case you've just joined us, do interact with us on the WhatsApp line. We will not be taking calls for this session today, uh, but certainly in the weeks to come, we just want to absorb a bit of teaching. Uh, but let's take a quick break and we'll come back uh, for more. It's more than radio. It's a way of life. It's 657 AM. Gospel Outreach Interdenominational Mission has been preaching and sharing Christ since 1978. Gospel Outreach comes alongside churches to reach their community for the Lord, as well as to do pastor and leadership conferences. They also endeavor to train pastors and Christian workers to be better equipped to serve the Lord. For more information, please feel free to contact them on 083-326-5191 or email them on info at gospeloutreach.co.za or visit their website gospeloutreach.co.za 49 um, after 6 this morning, just 11 minutes before the top of the hour. My family on the other side of 7 o'clock, we cross over to church here on Radio Pulpit. I just want to come through and acknowledge your messages on the WhatsApp line 0826572729. Uh, here's a beautiful poem that, uh, from uh, Rachel Bossman who says, Guys, I just want to write a poem to you. Angels of the radio waves, spreading a message that heals and saves. During the pandemic, God is the lamp and healed the weak, the and healed the weak, the Holy Spirit, the oil that ignites Jesus, the light, a lighthouse that beams over land and sea and also shines over me. Ah, oh, isn't that absolutely, absolutely beautiful? And thank you so much. Um, I just want to acknowledge this message coming through from, um, uh, it's Kapuku. Um, okay, I hope I said that correctly. And also, Sister Stephanie has sent us um, a a prayer, which I'm hoping we are going to play before we cross over today. Also, Dada, I just want to acknowledge a prayer request that came through from Sis Fifi. Sis Fifi, who has ADHD, um, attention deficiency disorder, and apparently it's almost uh, getting out of hand. So if we could please just keep her in our prayers um, going forward, my family. So Mfundisi, thank you so much for standing by on the line for us. Uh, we have about seven minutes to wrap up. Uh, from for the teaching on um, ancestral worship, I think even though it was a bit of a detour, I think it was a necessary one. When we start with discipleship, you know, we want to have as little loose ends as possible. If there are any loose ends that come through, it must be because of discipleship. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. not things yeah. that were yeah. obviously there before we walk into the journey of discipleship. So... Mm. If we had to remember anything, pointers about salvation, Dada, what would you want us to remember? I'm not sure if you want to conclude on salvation or maybe just do an intro on discipleship, whichever we are comfortable. Let's just uh, remember that uh, Christ is the Savior of the world. Mm. Let's remember that uh, he saves us from our sins uh, by dying on the cross to pay Mm-hmm. The penalty for our sins. Mm-hmm. So the Bible says uh, uh, that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, let's remember that not a single person is supposed to go to hell. Mm. Uh, the Bible tells us that hell was not meant for human beings, but it was meant for angels who disobeyed God. Mm. Uh, in Matthew 25, 41. Uh, when we go to hell, it's because we've chosen to go to hell. It is not because there is no way God has made here out for us to go to heaven. Mm. And the Bible says it does not want anyone to perish, but it wants all of them to come to repentance. Mm. Now, we need to receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, but before we do that, we need to ask him to forgive us our sins. Mm. And the Bible says if we confess our sins, he will forgive us. Amen. Uh, God is a forgiving God. After our sins have been forgiven, then we need to receive Christ, who will now enable us to live a holy life mm-hmm. in us and through us. And we receive Christ by simply inviting him into our lives. He says, Behold, I stand at the door and I knock, yes. and if any man opens the door, I will come in. He comes in by his spirit. Mm. And he teaches us to pray, he teaches us to read the Bible, he teaches us to avoid sin, mm. it, is, it teaches us to live a holy life. Uh, but then there is something that is very insidious, something that is very deep that we need to uh, deal with after I've been saved, uh, the sinful nature. That's right. Mm. Uh, which inherited when we fell into sin. Uh, the Bible says, so it means that uh, Christ has made a provision uh, for this sinful nature to be dealt with, and that provision is the cross. Uh, Romans 6, 6 and 7, knowing this, that our sinful nature was crucified with him on the cross, so that the blood of sin might be done, done away with so that we should no longer be slaves to sin, because he who has died is freed from sin. I have been crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life I now live in the, in the flesh, I live it by faith in the Son of God. So all those uh, verses teach us something very, very deep. And then we are saved from Satan. Satan can come and tempt us. We are no longer slaves to him. He says, go and lie for me. He says, Satan, I will not lie for you. <laughs> I will not. My mouth is to praise God. I will not lie for you. <laughs> then he says, go and do such and such a thing for me. I can't mention many things that he says I should do. He says, no, not with my body. Not with my body. Go and rent someone else's body. You will not rent mine. <laughs> And then the Bible says, if we resist him, what will he do? He will, he will flee. flee. He will flee from us. He will flee from us. So salvation is real. And once you are saved, you put joy, peace, and happiness in your heart. Your character changes. Uh, your dignity is restored. And then, then uh, you, your, your life changes. I wish everybody who's listening mm. could be saved. But I want to inform you that there are people who write me privately to tell me that they want to be saved. Yes, Dad. Uh, and, and others uh, are writing to me telling me that I've been saved. 
only a few weeks ago, how can I do to, what must I do to grow? Mm. And I wish that I could have a lot of books that remain in Jope, because some of the people write in Jope. Yes. Then, then I, I would say, contact uh, Ayanda. <laughs> She'll give you a book that will help you to grow. So this program is not in vain. It's helping people to be saved. And we want everyone to be saved. Amen. We don't, we don't want anyone to go to hell. Amen. And that's the that's the um, We look forward to uh, more uh, this coming month uh, because you have committed to completing or you know wrapping up the year so that when we start over with a new topic, we are all refreshed, we are all uh, prepared and ready. Um, maybe that are just a very short, brief prayer for those who really need a trigger from heaven in whatever area and specifically or, or especially in the area of salvation this morning and their relationship with the Lord? Uh, Father, we want to pray three prayers. Uh, prayer number one is that we, we, we truly uh, pray that no one will go to hell. Yes, Lord. Uh, many people are dying in big numbers. Uh, it gives us a comfort when we know that a person has died knows the Lord and that they are with you. We pray that you draw many, many, many people to the saving knowledge of Christ, mm. the peace that passes all understanding, the drastic change that takes place in a person's life when a person is saved. Please, Lord, you are the savior, savior of human beings. We pray that you'll save your people. Yeah, create a desire in them, uh, Father, to be saved, to have a relationship with you, through Christ. Secondly, Father, we pray that those who are born again will not take flight. Oh, yes. We know that, mm. that, that the devil tempts them. He does not want to lose uh, slaves. But we pray that once they are born again, Father, uh, they will uh, remain with you. Once they make a mistake and they do something that they should not have done, they must not listen to to the accuser of the brethren, mm. who says your friend, God is no longer interested in you, is lying. And when we come back to, to God, God will receive us. The Bible says, He who comes to me, I will no wise cast out. Amen. Please, Father, help help your people not to be slighted. But those who are slighted, uh, show them that uh, home is home, like the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, when uh, he's, uh, he regained his, he said, I've got my father and their friend. And the father received him. Whenever we come back to you, you receive us. Yes, Lord. Uh, those are still standing, help them to be strong. Mm. Uh, give them victory. Uh, help them to grow from one level of grace to the other. Continue to conform them to the image of Christ so that they look like your TSI. Father, we thank you. We pray for ministers of the gospel that they will not preach lies. They will preach the gospel. Mm. They will preach the word of God. They will be afraid to preach anything that does not come from the Bible. Mm. Please, Father, anoint your people. Anoint them for preaching the word of God. Use them to bring men, women, children to Christ. We pray for the body of Christ, the church, every denomination, every church particularly those Bible-based churches. 
those churches that preach the word of God. Yes, Please Lord. bless them. Mm. But deliver, deliver from arrogance mm. and, and looking down over other churches. Please bless your work. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen and amen, Dada. Thank you so much for your time. We will catch up with you next week. Uh, we appreciate you and have a blessed week ahead. Yeah, bless you, Amanda. The Lord bless you, uh, Ayanda. Yeah, the Lord bless you. <laughs> we, we, we love you so much. Thank you, Dad. Uh, may, the, may, the, may the Lord bless and continue to use you. Amen and amen, my family. Professor Vianin Dindili, vindindili at gmail.com if you'd like to catch up with him. Uh, of course, the main issue, my family, is to get all of us saved, you know, and those of us who are at the brink of backsliding that uh, the grace of God God, through his word and teaching, holds us uh, from falling because Christ continues to intercede for you, for your family, for everything that concerns you. He perfects those things that concern you and I. Have a blessed month ahead. We now declare December officially open for the glory of God. Amen. (laughs) And we are truly grateful. My family, let's continue to keep Umamu Togo, who asked us to pray for her last week in our prayers. And let's continue to keep Usis um, Fifi and her son Gamu in our prayers. Otherwise, we'll catch up next week. God bless you. God shine upon you and God give you all the peace and the grace that you need for the journey ahead. We love you and uh, church is coming up next here on Radio Pulpit. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression, or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling Team, Charles Dudoy and Danny Vambili, are ready to connect with you today. Download our app now and listen to us wherever you go. Available in the App Store and Play Store. Hear the word and renew your life on 657 AM.